everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Dr. Movie, the only show I do while I'm driving my car down the road. And uh, have you ever liked a movie and you're really still intrigued by it for some reason, even though you know the movie's not really that good? That's kind of how I am with this one. Uh talking about Silent Scream from 1979, and this is right before we get introduced to Friday the 13th, right? So, that's kind of what makes this one interesting, because when you look it up, it actually classifies, classifies it as a slasher. So, this is early day consideration of what a slasher flick is. And the thing about it is for about I don't know three quarters of the movie not really much happens. So again this is that that, that weird transition of coming out of the 70s and going to the 80s where high body counts and all that things start happening. So uh, and again I'm just totally intrigued with this time period of movies because it's a real definite crossroads of, you know, where things were and what things are coming just around the corner. So, let's let's talk about this one a little bit. Silent Scream, 1979. Check out this cast. Uh, our main character is Rebecca Balding. Probably seen her in a couple of things. I can't think of anything right offhand. But come on, look at the rest of this. This is like, uh, you know, amazing, the cast that's in this. Barbara Steele. We know who Barbara Steele is, right? I mean, Black Sunday. I mean, you know, she's just, she's legendary, right? You got Cameron Mitchell. And you already know, if you listen to the show, pretty much if Cameron Mitchell's name is mentioned, I'm game, right? We got Yvonne DiCarlo. That's right. Lily Munster is in this movie. And uh, tell me that's not a selling point. Uh, We got Avery Shriver in this. My age group knows him as the Doritos guy, right? He had the big fuzzy hair and had the the great big mustache. He would bite a Dorito and like a building would fall or whatever, right? So that was all the Doritos commercials in the 70s. And uh, he was part of a comedy team. And uh, But again, I think most of my age group is going to know him for doing the Doritos commercials. So there's a, there's a lot of clout in this. And it should be a better movie. Uh, but at the same time, like I said, I, I'm just totally enamored by the movies of this time period Um, because it's kind of like I talked about with the Changeling there's a there's still a style to this that is big production right it just really kind of doesn't feel like a cheap movie at all so the big studios were willing to take a risk and make these movies this movie made uh, almost $8 million when it came out at the box office. So, you know, 
I would imagine it did pretty well, pretty well for the time. So let's do a synopsis here in case you don't know what movie I'm talking about. Pretty short and sweet right here. Several college students take rooms in an old house where a grisly and still unsolved murder was committed years earlier. So yeah, there you go. We're dealing with college kids who obviously when you watch the movie is probably closer to 30 than being, you know, 20-year-old college kids. But anyways, with that being said, you get the setup of several different kids trying to find a place to live, be close to college, and four of them end up at this house that Yvonne uh, DiCarlo has. And there's a secret to the house, right? Because we already talked about there was a murder that happened. And, um, again, this this thing is kind of like the slow burn, right? You, you get to see um, somebody get killed probably 35, 40 minutes into it. So, you know, it takes a little while. And this could very easily be an Italian film. It could very well be a, a giallo. Uh, you just change a couple of things. One thing they do different in this movie that kind of stood out to me, even by the tons and tons of movies I've watched, is you kind of see who's doing everything in this movie pretty early on. And uh, not really disguising it. I remember, uh, and this is why I've always been intrigued with this movie. This is one of those where you're at the age to where movie trailers would come on TV and you were just focused, right? And there's two from this time period that always stuck with me that, that still terrify me when I see them. Even though I've seen the movies and I'm like, yeah, the movie's not that good. But the trailer still pulls back to that first shock that I had of seeing this. And that's this movie. Uh, Silent Scream. And it's basically a, a wall in a house and it's being chopped away at and the camera sneaks up to it and you see you know, like I said, it's being chipped away and all of a sudden a hand comes through and just rips two or three of the boards like it's trying to break out of this room. And I, hard to describe, but it just absolutely terrified me because I guess it's always that thing of something you've never seen before and the impact that it has. The, the fact of how much of a mystery it was of what was going on. Just like the mystery of why it's called Silent Scream. No idea. It really doesn't make much sense. I mean, there's... There's one sense where they're, there's one scene where they're trying to keep this person quiet, so they won't be found. Uh, maybe that's where the reference comes from. I don't know. It, it just uh, the name doesn't really describe anything that really happens in the movie, in my opinion. Maybe I'm wrong. But again, there's something about the name that drew me in as a kid and terrified me. And, oh, I forgot to mention, the other movie was Magic. And for you that know, <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about. The trailer would come on, and it was basically the, the, the mannequin 
dummy doing the talking. Terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. So, that's my two trailers from childhood that just have always stuck with me. And because of that, I'll always have this love-hate relationship with these flicks. Uh, this one, I still say is pretty solid. The only problem it has is it's slow, and your payoff is you're kind of like, eh, it's not the best payoff with all this. But, uh, I still think it's a solid flick. Um, I love that the opening scene is a foreshadowing of, well, it's not really a foreshadowing. You see this as exact same scene. So it's like you see the cops come up to the house and you see, you know, them walking in and finding everything when it's all over at the beginning of the movie. And then I guess the story tells itself from rewinding and going through and you you end with the same scene again. So again, there's some brilliant ideas that I think were pretty original for the time that I really like about this one. Uh, the uh, the death scenes, uh, calling it a slasher, you know, it's pretty tame for a slasher. Uh, but they do borrow a lot of uh, psycho things, right? So, like, every time that something's going to happen to somebody, you get the kind of sound. It's not exactly the same, but <laughs> you know what they're going for, right? It's to unnerve you and to give you a shock to the system. And it works. It does. It works. But there's no doubt that they're using the, the psycho uh, method for this. Um, not going to give too much away because I do recommend watching this. I, I think if you're a... Uh, even if you're an average horror fan, I, I still think this is one that should be checked out. It's not for everybody, but at the same time, um, there's, a, there's a lot of merit to this one. So, I'm going to go ahead and recommend this one. I'm going to give it a 3 out of 5. So, I like it. Even though I know it's not the best movie, kind of drags on, but it's got enough stuff in there to, to keep me interested. Um, Barbara Steele. I mean, you know, her role in this is unique. Especially for somebody that, you know, is known in the genre. So, and obviously this is when, you know, these actors and actresses have already seen their heyday. So... Were they just doing it to make the cash? Possibly. But it doesn't really show. I think the acting in this is pretty solid. So, once again, check this one out. Give it a shot. Let me know what you think about it. If you're a fan, please let me know because I think they're kind of far and few between. Or few and far between or however that saying goes. It's a... Uh, it's 2.18 in the morning, so maybe my talking's not as good as it should be. But, uh, yeah, give it a shot, check it out, and let me know what you think. All right, folks, that's it for this one. 
Until next time, we will check you later.